Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. Thank you so much for being with me. I am going to talk to you today about something that I know you already know about, but I still think it's important that you listen. We're going to talk about expectations. Before we jump into that, though, I want to remind you, let you know that I have started a Patreon page. I have a goal of a dream of being able to devote my entire self to fathering our future, not have to work anywhere else, but be able to spend my time on fathering our future because I want to take it from just being a podcast to being an organization where it's not just me, but it is a team of dads working together with each other and with other dads day in and day out so that together we can better father our future. That is my goal. That is my mission. And I'm trying to do that. And I'm inviting you to be a part of it. So if you see value in me and fathering our future and fathers, and you think that fathering our future can make an impact in the lives of dads, then go to patreon.com slash Anthony Vandegrift. You'll see my ugly mug there and you can contribute, donate however you see fit. I deeply appreciate anything that you do. And as you become a patron, you'll get some exclusive content. You'll get to have some one-on-one interactions with moi. And I think we'll have fun. But it's for a good cause. It's to take this and to make this what I've always wanted it to be and to give me the opportunity to commit myself completely to fathering our future. So thank you in advance for your support and everything that you're going to do. But today we're talking about expectations. Now, I know you know about expectations. I know that you can boldly nod your head when you're having a conversation with someone about expectations because you know about expectations. We all, as dads, know about expectations. But when it comes to the practical side of expectations, this is where we still fail. And I say we because I am included. I am not innocent in this conversation. There's a reason that I can come on every single episode and boldly say, I am not the perfect dad. I'm just like you. Every day I'm trying to be better. When it comes to expectations, I can still get frustrated. I can still get disappointed when whatever it is that I've expected to happen does not happen the way that I wanted it to. Just the other day, I took my kids to Home Depot. I went there first myself, and as I was walking in, I noticed there's this big table set out, and there's a fire truck out front. Well, it was one of those kids' craft days. Now, I thought they got rid of it, and they did during COVID, but they brought it back. My son's been asking to go. My daughter, Reagan, loved fire trucks when she was two. She's about to turn four. I thought maybe she might still like them. Well, I take the kids there. I play some incredible zone defense, me and just three kids. I built three really good-looking sailboats. Kids painted them. I mean, it was wonderful. We had a lot of fun. The kids got to look at the fire truck. Reagan really wasn't that interested. That was disappointment number one. But the big disappointment for me came that night. I was tucking my son into bed, and like I always do, I said, Frankie, did you have a good day? He said, yeah. And then I asked him the question that was just laced with expectation on my part. It was, Frankie, what was your favorite part about today? Now, in my mind, I'm thinking he's going to say, going to Home Depot, building that sailboat and getting to see the fire truck. That was definitely the most fun I've had in a long time. Because this was a whimsical, just spontaneous surprise. It was something special that I did with the kids. I came home and got them and I said, this is going to be so much fun. I really talked it up. 
and I thought they really had fun in the moment. But Frankie, without hesitation, said, watching Octonauts. And I was just like, dang you, Captain Barnacles, this is not fair. But I know my son really likes sea creatures and Octonauts and TV. It's a really tough combination to compete with. But I was really expecting and hoping that he would say what I thought he would say. And he didn't. And in my brokenness, I followed it up with, well, did you have fun today at Home Depot? And he was like, oh, yeah, I did, I did. And he still wants to test and actually see if that sailboat floats. So i got to put that on my priority list. But I can still get disappointed with expectations. And I can still get frustrated, too. I can make a list of five to ten things that I'd like to get accomplished over the course of a weekend. And I might get one, maybe two of those things done. And you know what it's like being a dad. You have a home, you have a wife, you have kids. You have a lot of things that you're responsible for that you have to manage. And you get one or two things done, there's four or five brand new things that come up over the weekend that are now top priority for you. And even though you got a little bit done, you now have more to do than you had when you started. It's not fun. It can be very frustrating. The reality is expectations are hard. So there's three things that I want to talk to you briefly about in regards to expectations, and I hope these things help. The first thing that I want to talk about is the idea, the perspective, that when you become a dad, you have to lower your expectations. That's not true. Your expectations do change. But to say that you're lowering them, I don't think that that's the case. Life changes when you have kids. I would say that having a kid is a pretty big change. It changes your day-to-day, but it also changes your identity. And I talked about this a little bit last week, that being a dad is not just some position or occupation that you can step in and step out of. When you're a dad, you're always a dad. You will forever and always be a dad. So having kids changes your identity. It's a big change. And when you think about big change, In any format, use any example you want. I'll talk about it from the case of an organization. An organization gets a new CEO, I'd say that's a pretty big change. When that happens, there's a ripple effect of change that goes across the organization. Change happens across the board in micro ways. That's just what happens. And that happens in your life too when you become a dad. I can go ahead and tell you, you can no longer expect to go to Chipotle and eat for 10 to $20, either by yourself or with your wife. That's not going to happen. When you have kids, it's a $45 minimum. <laughs> that's, that's just the way it is. There's no cheap meals. That goes away. You cannot expect to get ready as quickly as you once did. Just forget about it. I was trying to get to church. I left. I was, I was ready to walk out the door at 1030. Church starts at 11. We only live like maybe if we hit traffic 20 minutes away. Had plenty of time. And I was only taking two of the kids with me. But by the time I was able to get those two kids who were dressed before I was, when I was able to get them out of the door, into the car, and back out of the driveway, I looked at the clock. And it was 1047. It took me 17 minutes to get two kids out of the house who were ready before I was get them in their car seats, and get out of the garage. I was just shaking my head like, where did the time go? How did this take so long? Time changes when you have kids, so 
all expectations with time. Just forget them. Just get used to it. You could get ready a week in advance, but you will probably still be late to wherever it is you're going. That's just how it works when you have kids. Another thing with expectations and kids is, I know we want the best for our kids. We want them to be better than we are, better than we were, and we place this expectation of excellence on our kids. And in some sense, we're expecting them to act like adults, even though they're children. That's not fair, and we can't do that. If we want them to be better, then we need to be a better version of ourselves. because your kids look to you. Your kids look to you to discover things about themselves. And if they see you growing and being disciplined, then they will copy and mimic that. And if they do that at a young age, then they will probably become better than you are. And if that's what you want, then take the expectation off of them and put it on yourself. That was just an additional nugget. You can take that as you will. But the point is, life changes. Life changes when you have kids. Expectations are going to change too. But if you keep trying to be a solo act and function as if it's just you, you're going to break your family apart. If you try to be a solo act when you're a dad, then you will ultimately be a solo act. You're going to break your family. You're going to be excommunicated. And the sad thing, the sad thing is, it doesn't just break you, it breaks them. You're an essential part of the family and take you out of the equation and everything breaks down. So, incorporate the change into your expectations. You're a dad now. You're a different person than you used to be. The 18-year-old version of yourself is gone away. Embrace who you are. But another thing with this is this change shouldn't make you feel like you're less important than others. I know you can have friends who maybe are not dads yet and they're still doing big things and you know they're seeing bumps in their careers and they're seeing their businesses that they started start to grow and expand and it feels like they're doing some pretty big things. And you can look at what you're doing with your life and think, man, I missed out. What I'm doing right now is not as big or as important. I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there because you're doing something way more difficult than what your friends are doing. You're doing something way more difficult than you ever thought you would be able to do. You're raising a human being. You are literally fathering our future. You have a big mission and objective that you are a part of now. There's nothing more important, or I'll say there's not much more important. I'll throw your wife up at the top and God up at the very first, but there's not much more that's important than being dad and raising your kids, your business and all that stuff. And that comes in after that because being a dad is more important than that. So don't think that what you're doing is not as cool as what your buddies without kids are doing. You're doing something way harder than they're doing. Remember that. So if anything, you're not lowering your expectations. You're changing them, and ultimately you're raising them because of the magnitude and the difficulty of what you are doing as a dad. So expectations change. But that's because you're doing something that is incredible, something that's magnificent. The second thing that I want to talk to you about 
is some people hear that, yeah, everything changes and it becomes really difficult and kids can be really chaotic. And yes, all that's true, but their end conclusion is you just do away with expectations across the board, that you just stop having expectations. Just don't expect, just live in the moment, in the day, all the time. Some validity to that, like there's good portions of that, but the idea of just completely getting rid of expectations, I think is bad because you're on a mission. There is an objective. There is an end goal. You have to have some expectations. You at least have to have one that you're expecting to get your kid to the finish line of that that goal, that landmark that you have set. If you're a Christian and you're a dad, then your goal is to make them a disciple. Your goal is to not raise them up in your own image, but to raise them up in God's image. Now, I will tell you, if you have not listened to the interview that I did with Dr. James Littles, and you're a Christian, you are doing yourself a disservice. You need to go back and listen to that episode. I don't think that you can really be a Christian dad and not listen to that. I mean, you can because not everyone knows about it. But honestly, once you know about it, if you don't go listen to it, you are hurting yourself because the knowledge, the wisdom that he passes on is just phenomenal. But we talk about expectations in that interview. And there's a lot that he has to say about it that I think is really important. So go and check that out. And I'll, I'll let you listen to that because it's spoken much more eloquently than I can say it right now. But you have to have expectations because there is a mission and there is a goal. So you're not doing away with those things. It doesn't matter if your expectations are not met. It's okay. You're striving for something. So you have to have them, even if they don't get met. The last thing that I want to talk about is expectations in general and how we tend to construct them. So we tend to construct them based on the future and based on the past. We have somewhere that we want to go. We have something that we want to achieve. We have a version of ourselves that we'd like to see become a reality. So we're looking forward to all of these things. We're basing expectations off of that. In other instances, we look back at failures. We look back at hard times. We look back at things that weren't so pleasant, things that we would like to avoid, and so we make expectations to help us accomplish that goal. The problem with forming expectations while solely focusing on the future or on the past is that is the realm of anxiety. Anxiety is you being worried about something that is going to come that probably never will, but you're worried about something that might happen in the future, or you're worried about something that's happened in the past. Something still haunts you in a sense. And so you have this, for lack of a better term, you've got this twitch when you hear about a particular topic, or you know what I'm talking about. Something comes up that you had a bad encounter with in the past, and when that happens, you get this sense of anxiety about it. So here's a little thing that I try and do that I think is helpful. Just so we don't solely focus on the future and the past when forming our expectations, because it's really easy to develop anxiety sometimes when you're just thinking about the future and about the past, because the past is something that you really can't change, and the future is something that you can't really know. So here's what I try and do. I write everything down. 
I make a list of all sorts of stuff. I have a huge list of things that I want to do with Father in our future. I have a huge list of things that I want to do personally with education and fitness and just personal achievements that I'd like to do. I have a list of things that I'd like to do for my wife, things that I'd like to get for my wife. I have things that I'd like to do as a family. There's a bunch of lists. And I write things down and organize them as I write them down. And I revisit them. And I think about them. And while I might have, let's simplify this, let's just say that I have a bunch of house projects that I have written down in one of my notes. And I'll go and I'll revisit that. And I might want to do five or ten of those things. And maybe I have set aside a weekend to do that. But before I really determine that this is going to be my expectation for the weekend, I wait till I get there. I wait till I get there. I, I've planned and I've prepared to be able to form expectations, but I don't form them until I'm in the present. Because if when I wake up, one of the kids wakes up screaming, one of the kids is in a bad mood, my wife is run down, her week at work was rough, and she's tired and she needs a break, I have to call some audibles. Maybe I wanted to be able to do some stuff, but maybe what's best for the family is for me to take the kids and go do something and give my wife a couple hours to take a nap or just have some time to herself. Maybe what's best for the family is for me to have some one-on-one time with the kid who's having a really hard day. Maybe what's best is not always what I'd like to accomplish. And you don't always know that until you get in the present moment. So wait till you get in the present. You can draft up your weekend plans and have your expectations, but don't solidify it until you get there. Because you know what it's like having kids. Things can change in a moment. Sickness can happen overnight. Change just bombards you and chaos follows. And you know what it's like. So that's, my, that's what I try and do. It can still be a little unsettling at times because you want to get stuff done, but at least you're, you're working towards a better goal where it's not just about you, but it's about your family. And if you want to have expectations that include this new you, this husband and this dad, you've got to, you've got to think about them. You've got to include them. And I think it works best when you do it in the present. Write down stuff you want to do, but on the day that you want to do it, you evaluate the day. You see what needs to happen. Is there anything more important than your list? And sometimes, sometimes there's not, and you get to get stuff done. It's a good feeling. Other times, you wake up in the morning and you know, okay, I'm going to save this list for another day because my family comes first. But I hope that helps. I hope that helps shape some of your expectations, give you some guidance on expectations and clear up some things about expectations. Again, I know you already know this stuff because you can nod your head so boldly in these conversations and listen to the podcast saying, yeah, yeah, yep, yep, that's good. Yep, yeah, okay. I know. But it's often those things that we know oh so well that we tend to forget. And the little reminders like this can really go a long way. So I hope that this has helped you today. Thank you for listening. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift. And I hope you will join me next time.